Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Tonight, we've got Steve Urena. We are going to talk about comics. More importantly, we're going to talk about Steve's comics. He is the creator behind the masterful Slowpokes, which I know a lot of my uh, audience is a fan of. And he's got a new Kickstarter, and it's about zombies. And we are going to talk about that this evening. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show. How's your night going? My night is going even better now that I'm here with you on your Blake's Buzz podcast. This is excellent. The fact that I'm number two, like that's a lot to hold up to. You know what I mean? Like I, the fact that people uh, are putting me on their podcast, you know, that's one thing. But for episode two, you know what I mean? After such a great episode one, like I got to I got to follow it up. <laughs> I, I have no doubts, man. I'm, I'm excited. Um, I've got, you're my, you're my first of three interviews this week. Like it's all happening kind of quickly. And I'm just like, I like, I feel like I got to go with it. You know, like, I like take it, take I mean, it while it's hot. You got a great backdrop going. Uh, you know, I read your review of Slowpoke and I couldn't have been more flattered. Um, you know, thank you so much for that. And I was like, I have to be on the show. <laughs> Dude, you, it was so funny. You you tweeted when you like retweeted it. You were like, you're like, check out this guy's blog and he can write too. And I like <laughs> took a screenshot and sent it to my family. And I was like, this guy wrote this really cool comic about sloths. And he said I was a good writer. And oh my God, like this is happening. And everybody was like, oh, Blake, that's so cool. <laughs> so yeah. Well, it's true. And it, it's awesome. I'm glad, I'm, I'm very excited to see that you're moving forward and you're doing more views more interviews more everything like all about blake's buzz i'm going to be promoting you as much as i can dude appreciate it i'm just excited i just like talking storytelling man like it's really fun I, I love reading comics but i i'm really liking talking to people about them and not just consumers like you know like i have a i have a lot of people online and some group chats and stuff you know and, and we all talk comics and it's fun and but it's it's a totally different to talk to people that are making them that are are doing the kickstarter hustle that are out there doing the indie self-promotion stuff like it's really cool to get a look into that like stress ball of comic life um and it's uh, you know like it's 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 really i'm really digging it um Speaking of Kickstarters, um, you had a successful campaign for Slowpokes, yes. which I am just shocked that no one picked up because it's so wonderfully weird and horror is so like horror is so hot right now. Like everybody wants weird, scary comics. Uh, now, like now the new horror uh, anthology st stuff is taking off. Like, you know, Image is doing it. Kickstarter's doing it. Uh, Mad Cave has a new one. Uh, I I'm, I'm think we're going to see that trend coming out from other publishers as well. Um, but I, I mean, man, you're, 
uh, so in, in your new Kickstarter is, is about zombies. So like, I, I'm thinking you're like, you're, you're pretty big horror buff guy. Like, Oh, I love horror. I've loved horror since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's when you go to blockbuster and you're, you're like, what is this? Like you see all these great, you know, movie titles and movie posters and movie art. And you're just like, what is this? I need to know. And then your parents are like, no, you can't see that. You're too young. You're, you know what I mean? It gives you that, it puts you in that mindset where you're like, all right, well, when I do see this, I'm going to see it all. And I've seen every bad horror movie, good horror movie, <laughs> everything in between. And, you know, with slow pokes, I just loved, you know, I, I, everybody loves those sci-fi movies. Like everybody who are film buffs and everything are like, Oh, you know, maybe, maybe we shouldn't watch that and everything, but like you, everybody still pays attention. So with slow pokes, um, like I always had that idea uh, when Sharknado was happening, I was like, Oh, what's next. Are they going to do fast killer slots? And I was like, huh, maybe I should do something with that. And, and here we are with slow pokes and here we are with my second Kickstarter. And I, you know, I'm just overwhelmed with all the, the good feedback that I've been getting. Yeah. I, I, people really like you. Like, I mean, I, you hopefully seem, you, seem like, <laughs> you seem like a, i mean your, your internet you have a very good internet presence um kickstarter still shocks me uh because like i read a lot of comics man and, and i get a lot of review copies and your comic is very it's very fucking good like i don't want to like i, I don't want to like coddle you but it's so I, I might i might have to bring my mom in here because i'm home with my <laughs> i will i will I tell your mom you that you are a good writer and a good comic maker and i'll be honest I'll be like, see see <laughs> <laughs> i ain't trying to lie to no moms on blake's buzz man <laughs> no but it's it's um it's so cool and it's it's funny and your creative team was just awesome like yeah. you know I, was, I did a little i did a little refresher um i'm really glad you sent me the digital copy because i'm scared to handle the physical copy i got from you because it's signed and so nice and i'm like it has to stay in the bag um but so like just looking at the art um i i really it, the the cartoon vibe and and on top of just the like the rampant gore um it was uh, uh, Juan Romero, right? He Yes, Juan Romero is the artist. And listen, you know, all these people are coming out and being like, oh, you know, art, you know, between writers and artists and everything like that. I'm nothing without the artists. Like, I have crazy ideas and the artists, like, bring them to life. And for them to bring them to life, it's so, like, awesome. Like, and Juan Romero's art is fantastic. Everybody should check him out. Everybody should check him out on Twitter, Instagram. He's just so good. And I cannot, you know, I cannot stress that enough that, um, you know, I want to make sure that everybody involved with my team for future comics, like they all get the praise. Like I, I'm, you know, I'm just whatever. I'm just a writer. That's fine. But like <laughs> the, art, the artist like brings it all together. And I cannot, I cannot stress enough how important he was to the comic. It's weird how that discourse pops up every now and then about when people like talk about comics and they don't mention the artists. Like I am so anal when I'm writing reviews, like, I'm like, who's the letter? Who's the like, you know, like I, yeah. I want to make sure everybody's credited because I don't want to be that asshole. Right. I don't want to be yeah. like, oh yeah, Blake's buzz doesn't talk about the letters and it's, and it's hard sometimes, man. Cause it's, it's real easy to talk about great art. It's real easy to talk about great writing, but like, so I just did my 100th review. Right. And after a hundred reviews, which and I'm hopefully going to keep writing more, but after a while you're like, what else can I say about lettering comics? That isn't just like, Oh, it's like, it's really clear and it's really great. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody I'm, is important. And then yes. when it comes to writing comics, every piece of the puzzle 
is important because if somebody doesn't do what they need to do, if I fuck up or if somebody else fucks up or somebody doesn't do, you know, how the, you know, somebody doesn't create what the feeling is supposed to be, then it's not going to work. And I'm very lucky with slow pokes because uh, when I put the Kickstarter together, I was like, wow, the art is incredible. The lettering is incredible. The editing is incredible. I was like, well, here's my turn. <laughs> like, hopefully, hopefully this doesn't get screwed up, but it, it all worked together very well. And I'm very, I was very happy with it. Yeah. It's, it's funny. You don't, I mean, you, you know, lettering's important and that's like the, uh, other than the art, like, I mean, that's how your script is delivered. That's how your Absolutely. dialogue is delivered. You know, it has to be, it has to look good. And at the same time, you don't want it to clutter the page. You no, don't want it, it to it, like, it all has to flow. Like it all exactly. has to be, and, and that, that's kind of the hard part about writing comics, which is I'm like, Oh, it's a team sport. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's something that like, you can't, you can't just be like, Oh, it's me, 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 me. It's like, no, we have to work together to make sure this thing is a cohesive uh, comic that everybody could enjoy and everybody can be like, oh, this is awesome. Like for Slowpokes, I was expecting backlash. Like I didn't know, I, I thought it was funny. And I was like, that was my first comic. So for me, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I'm just gonna put it out there. Let's see what happens. Maybe some friends will buy it or maybe, you know, we'll see what happens. And the fact that it went kind of worldwide, <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> people in uh, Croatia wanted it and That's awesome. in, like Taiwan. And I'm just like, what? I was like, you sure? <laughs> uh, like people wrote me. I was like, you sure you want that? I'll give it to you for free. You know I mean, like I just, it's just such a, it, it's mind blowing. And, and for me going forward, any comics project I do on Kickstarter, that money is going to go towards future comic projects. Nice. Like no matter what, like I'm not going to take your money and buy some Maserati or anything like that. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm not going to be like, be like, Oh, all this sloth money, like, and, and, and then, throw it in there. but no, any, any, I appreciate everybody who wants to read my stuff or take a look at it. New people, old people, friends. I, I'm very appreciative. And I want to make sure that like, as long as you want to keep seeing me make stuff, I'm going to make the craziest, funnest stuff that I can, because that's, I think is the point of comic book. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's funny you, you mentioned that that was your first comic because so I didn't really get super into Kickstarter until the last year, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I never I didn't I wasn't one of those people that was like, oh, you have to put comics out there because it's bad or it's not good enough to be yeah. published. Like I never thought that I just I collect omnibuses and like, I used to be like a really hardcore Wednesday warrior and my pull lists were stupid yeah. big. And it was, I just didn't have money to like back, you know, back yeah. everything and, and do I, I all the comics. I think that might be the, the issue with, I mean, no, no pun intended. That might be the issue with <laughs> the current comic scene is just like, there's so much and there's yeah. so much good stuff everywhere. And it's like, ha like, it's just a lot of money. So like, I always want to make sure with my comics that they're affordable and that they're easy to get and easy to understand. And there's enough story where I'm not like, you know, we're, we're, if I need to go a few months before the next one comes out, yeah, you know what I mean? Like there's enough story where people are like, Oh, I want more instead of like, Oh, he cheated us or he screwed us over. But yeah, my, my buddy has your, he, he got, he has a, a couple of my buddies actually have slow poke shirts. And I, I, I remember like seeing the Kickstarter go around and what, what sucks about Kickstarter sometimes is I've had some dangerous bank account maneuvers from like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to back this and back this and back this. And then you kind of forget about it. And then you're like, oh, July 15th, like Kickstarter wants like $300. So I just, when everybody was talking about your Kickstarter, I just, I was kind of poor and I didn't have the money and I was like, man, and everybody was excited about it. And then they got it. 
And then everybody was talking about it. A couple of my buddies had the t-shirts and I was like, man, like I really wanted to read this. And then it was shortly after that was when like you were on Twitter and you were like, Hey, like I've got copies still like who wants one. And I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> and so I read this issue and I was really impressed and it was really funny. And it was, it was very, it was super well polished. Like it very much felt like something you would get from a from a higher tier indie publisher like it was I, a really nice package that. that means that means the world because as somebody dipping their toes into this uh to be told like hey like you can make a go of this i disguise the limit and that's yeah man i'm you know from the bottom of my heart thank you i really like, i was i was shocked when i found out that was your first comic i was like no shit yeah. Like, I mean, even like, okay, just let's say I love Rick Remender. Uh, Rick Remender's early stuff is not like the stuff he's putting out now, you know, like he had yeah. a kind of rough growing period, you could say. And like, I mean, but I mean, you just like, you didn't just like come out of the gate, you fucking drop kick the gate open through, <laughs> you know, three murdering sloths through the gate. <laughs> yeah. and, and you were like, what's up i'm here let's party and you and we partied hard and it was a great issue and and yeah so when i was like when we had talked about you know talking and, and i was kind of like googling you and i was like i was like what he doesn't have like comics before this like i was thinking you know like maybe you were part of an anthology or so you know like i, I kind of was looking and like yeah that was your that was your first go and you nailed it thank you well i appreciate it so i so going back to the shirt the shirt was made by vertebrae 33 plan on doing more with the shirts and the arts and stuff like that but i'd like if people want it like let me know and I'll, I'll put in more orders for shirts and and we'll figure it out um but like being my first comic i wanted to make sure um like i left impression and because with killer slots i feel like all right well if whether it's good or not it's going to get attention and people are gonna <laughs> people are at least gonna take a look at it um and listen i'm still learning i'm still trying to figure out my voice and and what I want to do, but it seems like comics is the medium for me because I have these crazy ideas and I'm just like, I think this will work here. And I, you know, I really have to thank comics experience because, you know, when you go, I went, uh, there school, the online school for people who want to make comics. Um, whenever I looked around for schools, it was always the art and like, mm -hmm. I cannot draw for shit. Like I can't draw to save my life. So, uh, when I found a school where I'm like, oh, you know what? Uh, I'm a writer, you know, in my regular life as I'm a copywriter and I've done journalism. I've, I've done stuff like that. So I've always wanted to write comics since I was a kid. So when the comic experience, you know, showed up, I was like, let me take some classes. Let's see what it is. And I did slow pokes in the class because I thought it was, it'd be funny. I'd be like, all right, this is just for fun. Like, well, we'll see what happens. And people responded very well to it. So I was like, you know what? Let's get it made. And worst comes to worst, you know, I'll have this thing to talk about or just make my parents uncomfortable, <laughs> give them something uncomfortable to talk about. And we'll go from there. And I, I, I'm very grateful for the response. And now I'm on comic number two and the response has been good. We're almost funded. I think I'm like $200 away, which isn't too bad. That's bad. Um, after that, if, you know, hopefully if I get funded, but you know, the comic is almost done. So either way it will, people will be able to read it. That's cool, man. Yeah. Um, it, that's, that's, I like how, um, that, that's cool that you mentioned that you were a writer. So like I went, I got my BA, uh, in, in English writing, creative writing, and then I was in an MFA for creative writing, but I dropped out cause I made poor life decisions. Um, but I figured out, you know, there was a time when I was like, well, I'm going to write the best short story and I'm going to write the, the great American novel. And like, I was, you know, I had these like big dreams and, uh, and it's not that like you know dreams die or anything it's just life happens yeah. it's 
down sometimes. But when I got into comics and it kind of clicked and I was like, man, you know, it'd be really cool to like try writing, making a comic. Yeah. My like my professors in grad school laughed at me. They were like, why? <laughs> I was like, well, okay, sorry. Listen, I, every Everybody who doesn't understand, and it's not that they're trying to like bring you down or anything like that. It's like some of these people, their life is here. Like this life mm-hmm. is, is in this box. So to get out of the box, it's hard for these people. Because listen, yeah. going into writing and writing comics, you think people told me like, oh yeah, you should write a sloth killer sloth comic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, at first, you know, people were like, why? You're putting your, you're investing your money into this? I was like, yeah. I was like, what's the worst that could happen? If it does well, great. If it doesn't do well, that's okay. Like it's it's a learning experience and it's it's worth giving a try to all these things. If you have ideas... Put them down. You never know. If Killer yeah. Sloth can make it, you can do it. Anybody, <laughs> you can do it. You got to put the work in and you'll be golden. Um, now, when this like when this dropped, like, I mean, every the world was kind of on fire and stuff, too. So, like, I mean, you haven't really got to, like, hit a con circuit really or anything with this yet. Have no, you? I, I have not. Um, I, I would like to. I'm still, you know, after COVID, I was, like, horrified of just going yeah. outside. I was like, you know, I, like a lot of people. Um, but I think, you know, once, once we get back to normal, it feels like it's, it's slowly getting there. Um, I think I'll have a good amount of body of work for me to start doing stuff. Um, because I would love to, I want to talk to everybody. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to, you know, people who've read it, people who haven't read it. Like I, I want to talk to these people and I want to get those interactions and I want to, you know, share what I have and hopefully they like it. And even if they don't like it, I appreciate them for reading it and, you know, as long as you respond to it, then that means that I did it. That I did my job. I really don't know who could read this and not like it, though. Like it, it really is that good. It's just funny and goofy. There, there was there was one lady, and I always love the story. Uh, so you know, when you're promoting the comic, like I'll do whatever I can to promote. Like I'll I'll email people. I'll I'll go into sloth groups, whatever I need to do. So like I found a sloth group on Facebook, and I was like, you know what? Why not? I'll put I'll put the link to it if people want to get it. Cool. If not, no problem. Uh, some lady's day was like fucked up just from reading that there was a killer <laughs> sloth comic. She was like, sloths are cute and fuzzy. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be murderous. This is disgusting, blah, blah. And like, it made me laugh because this lady could have just went about her day and just not answered anything about it. But like, it fucked up her day so much that she had to write something about it. And like, that just makes me laugh. But I'm like, you know what? That's, that's what I'm looking for. Like people are either going to love it or hate it. Um, I even uh, did a thing on, on YouTube on, I did another uh, I sent that review copy in and they did the review on, on somebody's YouTube channel and somebody underneath was like the art is killer but the writing is terrible blah blah and so I wrote underneath it I was like yeah he's terrible I was like how dare he I hope he gets killed by those sloths <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, I've already been warned about that. There, uh, my buddies that have been on YouTube, they're like, Man, like it's cool, like start putting out these videos, start doing it. And they were like, Don't read the comments, like, don't. I, I, I welcome the comments because listen, I need to get I, I want to get better, I want to get yeah. to a place where I put out comics and people are like, Wow, you know, yes, he could do the, the, the slot stuff, but like, I'd love to see him do some other things. Um, so like, I just appreciate people for reading negative, positive. You know, if there's more negative comments, I'll read them out and just be, you know, enamored by it because it's funny. But, um, you know, I just want to get better. And and it's this is great that I get to have the platform to do this. Yeah, man, I I, I, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's um, I like I said, I think you've just got a really good personality and like and I like I like your comic, too. But Thank you. you just you're very you're very kind on social media, which is more and more becoming rare. Like people are people I, get nasty I think, online. Listen, if, you're, if you're making comics or you're putting stuff out there that's yours, that's original, that's unique. 
I think that should be celebrated. I don't care. Um, you know, other Kickstarters, I want to promote other Kickstarters. I want to promote people like, it's just, I don't know why people are so negative. Like there's no, it's not necessary. Like I, I want to be the positive guy. I think that's funny too, because it's like, you know, all this, the world's burning around you in comics and people are complaining about Batman, you know, doing cunnilingus or whatever. And, 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 you know, I, and and like, I think people should be positive. Like it doesn't, it's comics. It's fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be something you hate. It's not something, it's not supposed to be something that, you know, you, you cry and complain about. It's like, listen, it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. And that's, that's what I, that's my goal for comics. Um, like a lot of people have Marvel and DC and like, and if those people are interested, great. Like that would be, I'll open to listening to anything, but I wanted to just have fun. Like I have, I, I have a day job and I love my day job, but I, I've, I just want to have fun with comics. I think that's a good goal. Um, go, stepping back real quick to the, um, the angry woman from the sloth group. Um, yeah. so my, my friend, Greg, who is, who's one of your fans and he's oh, on, you. so we're from Kansas city, Missouri, and he's got, wow. he does a first issue club, uh, and he's a local podcast. He was like, you need to ask him this question for me. And he says, uh, with notable outrage about the depiction of sloths from the sloth community and its supporters, <laughs> how do you respond to the growing movement to have you cuddled to death by the very animal you lampoon in your book? <laughs> I probably should be, you know what I mean? Cause like it hasn't been done before. And, and like, I kind of, I thought about when, when I was creating slow pokes, I was like, is it funnier if it's, if they're slow, like, you know what I mean? And I think it is funnier, but you can't, you can't go past that. You can only do mm. probably one and that's it. But like, I probably do deserve it. Especially since a lot of people in the sloth community are very, like, they're very into sloths. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not, there's no doubt like there's no doubt in my mind that I pissed those people off or like that. I made those people like upset because it's like they have this idea of what slots can be. And then when it's not that it's, it's mind blowing to them. So I probably should get cuddled to death by slots. And I, you know what? I hope uh, that's how I go out. I mean, there's worse ways. Yeah, definitely. There's worse ways, But you know, it, it would make a lot of sense. So I always talk about one of my favorite things about comics is the page turn, right? Like what happens when you turn that page? sometimes there's a big splash sometimes there's a big moment sometimes there's a great line of dialogue right and so like in slow pokes we get this really half splash adorable picture of the sloth and then you turn the page and that's when the murdering starts and it's just so like the the your pacing and your your timing and your humor it it really comes alive in that comic mm-hmm. um and and it is funny that you talked about going back and forth on whether they should stay slow or not because that one of the funniest parts that that i laughed like laughed out loud while reading was when he's like it's fast how is it fast and like of all the shit going on like this sloth is murdering people the whole you're trapped in this indoor amusement park that's actually a secret science laboratory <laughs> just all this crazy shit and it's it's the fast sloth not that it's easily able to sever a head or you know throw an ice cream cone at someone and like pierce their eye socket with it it's that oh they're fast and so i i am glad you you did that because it really added to the just absolute insanity of it these fast moving killer sloths 
a sentence that you never thought you would say before, right? Like, yeah, I, it's even, even for me, like I loved comics growing up. Like just the fact that that's my first comic <laughs> is just crazy. Like if I told my, my little kid self, like, Hey, you're going to write a comic. It's like, Oh, is it gonna be about Spider-Man or Green Lantern? It's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like that to me is just, uh, uh, you know, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to slots are scary looking like slots. If you don't like people love them and they are cuddly and cute and everything like that, but they're horrifying. They have these crazy claws and they just look like they're always up to something. And I just was like, God made them slow because <laughs> he's protecting us from them. And that's kind of where slow folks came from. And I'm like, you know what? You can do so much with them because they have the claws. If they're fast, like they could just, there's just a lot you can do. Um, and I'm, I'm lucky that they were able to be conceived by <laughs> crazy brain, I guess. What, how did you meet, um, your creative team on that? Like, how did you, so come across I, those guys? I went through again, comics experience. They have a creative services package where if you, if you go, you know, you can go on their website, comicsexperience.com. If you want to make a comic, they have like a stable of artists that they've used that have gone through their school, the people they know, and you can get your comic made. So I took the classes and, um, I've, I've done, I've, uh, you know, been mentored by Paul Allor, who does Hollow Heart, and yeah. you know, Andy Schmidt, who who who's worked in Marvel. He's worked in all kinds of places in the comics, and they they were like, "Oh, this is good. Let's try to do. Would you want to do this as a comic?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I'll I'll pay the fee. I'll do what I need to do, and let's get this made because it was already done. Like I might as well get it get it made." Uh, so they, I told them like, "Oh, this is kind of what I was looking for for the art style," and they were like, "Oh, we we think this guy will work." And Juan Romero. They they brought me Juan, Juan Romero and Sean Reinhardt for uh, the lettering and the and the coloring and it was it just it was a match made in heaven and I it just everything kind of uh, fell into place and I can't say anything bad about what they did they did such great work and it's that slow pokes now you know what I mean like <laughs> if, if there's other ones like there's there's this is what it needs to be what did uh did they say anything like when they when you sent them like a a, a treatment or like a pitch or or the <laughs> so, script like uh, i mean paul paul said he's like this is weird and brutal but so much fun and you know he going back and forth with with comics because i'm going through them for my future comics he even said he's like you're creating a, a space for like these weird like fun comics and you're gonna possibly create a fan base from it and i was like well that's that's what i'm trying to do um, but they've been very positive. Everybody's been very positive, um, on the comics front. Like nobody has been like, Oh, you can't do that. Or this nice. and that, uh, you know, that it's been great. Like, I, I can't believe how friendly the comic community is too. like people, reviewers or artists or letterers or anchor, you know, all that stuff. And it's just, it's so positive. It's such a positive space, especially when, you know, COVID last year where everything was so negative and so like scary, you know, comics kind of made things normal and it was just, very very cool thing and that's why i love doing these podcasts and, and and interview segments because i get to talk to people who read my stuff and they could tell me like if all right this is good this is bad whatever and like we get to have that connection we get to have that meeting um and you're doing great i think i think you're doing you know great and because I've, I've been on some interview stuff and and listen every, i'm very grateful but some some people are good some people get nervous some people are comfortable yeah. on the mic and everything like that but you seem very comfortable on the mic and like you have a good personality and you you're knowledgeable of the subject. So 
that's three A's right there. So you're good. <laughs> you're Thanks, good. man. I used, I worked in a bar for a really long time. So I made extra money if I talked to people. Oh, excellent. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll, so I'll, give, you, I'll give you another 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I do not miss getting punched in the face. Look, I have an office <laughs> well, job you now. Can't, you can't, you can't start a, a conversation like that and not explain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the first, the first time I got like really hit, well, the first time I found out I could like take a punch, right. We were always super busy on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And at Thanksgiving, all your like fresh baby college kids would be home. And they, we would always do like these things. The Tuesday before Thanksgiving was, was a uh, domestic draw night. So you could get $1 beers or $5 pitchers. And the young college kids would come cause it was a cheap drunk. He, they finished a pitcher and he, he threw it. Like he threw it at the bar and was like, I need another pitcher. And so they're like, Blake, get him out of here. And I was like, all right. So I get him out and he's, he's really cool all the way to the back door <laughs> he's like he's like all right i know i'm sorry i'm leaving and we get to the back door and he turns around and he's like you know what i'm not leaving and i was like well sorry oh. but yeah, yeah you are and so like i'm i'm a pretty big dude you know and so like i i would just kind of pick these kids up and carry them outside and you know usually when you pick someone up and carry them they're like okay i've lost this battle like <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know no, like no no point in fighting. And, them. Yeah. and so I, I pick him up and I kind of like, you know, throw him out the back door and my boss comes to make sure everything's okay. And, and I turn around and talk to my boss and, and I was like, yeah, he's just a dumb kid. And he goes, he goes, Blake. And I turn around and I mean, I turn into this kid's punch. <laughs> Boom. Uh, my glasses fly off my face. They fly into the parking lot somewhere for, you know, like a half second. I like saw like, you know, light, you know, like the lights All went right, off. Yeah. I was like, woo. And, uh, and he hit me again. But then like I, the second hit actually kind of snapped me out of it. And we had two bouncers cause there were two doors. And so by the time, like he hits me again, like the other bouncers, like rolling on him. And I was like, I was standing there and I was like, shit, and I got blood coming out of my mouth. And, and I was like, wow. Like, so that was the first time I got hit like really bad. And then the bartender gave me a shot of Jameson and it burnt the shit out of my lip. And then it happened to me. Turn that into a comic book. I think that you got some good stuff going I on. I was gonna, and that there's already a guy, uh, there's a, there's a bouncer web comic. And I was like, damn it. That makes me think of like, I hope they serve beer in hell, which was yes. like a big book. Uh, that, everybody loved that. that. That reminds me of a friend of mine uh, broke his arm. He punched the tree. He got, he got drunk and punched a tree. And I go, dude, why did you punch that tree? And he's like, it called me a bitch. <laughs> yeah. The, the drunken, the drunken logic. I use that joke all the time. And it always lands. People are like, you like your job? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. It's better than getting punched in the face. And, they're, and then they're like, what'd you do before? And I was like, ah, I was a bouncer there, for a while. There it is. You got to get, you got to hook them in. And then <laughs> no. that, that's kind of where zombie date night came out of. Like I, I was in a place, I had this idea for a long time, but I wanted to, get it out. Like, I was like, you know what, let's, let's write this. And I got it done, I think in a month or two. And then, and now we're here. Nice. So speaking of the, the whole reason that this wonderful evening is happening, folks, <laughs> is zombie, having, date night. zombie date night right now. <laughs> at, at first I was like thinking like two actual zombies, like a love story. And then I find out like this, but this whole premise, I'll let, I'll let you introduce it. So like, give us a, give us a quick, a quick hit of what to expect from this zombie Kickstarter of yours. So for zombie date night, it it comes down to this. What would make a first date even more awkward? And that is zombies, of course. (laughs) So I've always had this idea in my head, like, you know, back when I was dating and going on the apps and things like that and then figuring things out, 
Like, what if I went on a date and like a zombie outbreak happened? What would you do? Would you, if the date is going well, do you, you know, do you keep it going? Do you save this person? Or if the date is going bad, do you bail? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do <laughs> so I always, I had that idea in my head and I was like, that'd be a good thing for like a comic or like a movie or something like that. And then just last year during all these things were happening, I was like, you know, I got to figure out what my next comic is. Like Slowpoke was doing well. I was like, you know what? Let's try to go zombie date night. And at first it was a little tough. I was like, all right, what do, what do the zombies do? What are, what's going to make this different? And then it finally all came together. And I'm like, I'm very, very stoked for everybody to, to read this and be excited about it and, and happy with it. And now there's a grandma in it that has a chunkletta beating up, uh, you know, beating up hordes of zombies. And I think people would like to see that. So, cause I would like to see that. She's there with it in hand, like ready to battle. That's um, right. So it's, that- it's a chunkletta with nails in it. So <laughs> <laughs> the art team looks really great. Um, Sergey. Yeah. Sergey Domenic. Domenic. Okay. He is good. He's incredible. He's like, really good. I, could, I couldn't have made this comic without him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that sells it like the words haven't even been on the thing like i'm just like that's that's all i need i was like just that cover is is amazing like what he did is incredible and i like i'm still astounded by the talent um that that i'm able to uh to, to have on these comics which is awesome especially on a on a project say like slow pokes where this is your baby this is your first comic fucking paul lores is helping you out with it that's so rad by the way like that's such a that's such a yeah he's, he's been helping me on all these comics because and he's been very uh like he's like yeah let's yeah do that do that that's great that's so cool he's a, he seems like a good dude too and i'm i'm loving his his new uh hollow yeah, hollow hollow heart oh, is God. he's really good and just his his eye for just for pairing us up like pairing people up um you know from comic experience that's cool has been excellent like just i don't know what i'm doing like you know i mean i'm not (laughs) i he's guiding me and he's and he's helping me and it's just been i i can't you know i can't thank him enough that's cool man i mean what a guy to have help you though like i mean he doesn't have to he's a rock star text in the mail he could just be like all right like (laughs) here's what you're gonna get and that's it but like He's he's very he cares and he cool. wants this to succeed and comics experience wants everybody to succeed. Um, and that that is why, like, I will always like I, I want to work. I, I'll work with them whenever I can. That's cool. Um, I, I, on that note of like the zombie, the the loves, the the first date idea. And one of the reasons I got really excited about zombie date night is because one of the and you don't get a lot of it in in slow pokes but the the relationship uh between the oh man i'm so bad with names oh, karate carlos and charity yeah like they're first of all like as a bigger dude myself like to have like the big dude save the day and get the chick like it all in the first issue you know i was like yes i was like fuck yeah like <laughs> like i am this i am the audience that this was fucking made for it does like i was like you know like it's just when you can connect with a character you know it's it's well, very I, cool in my comics i want to make sure that there is like it's it's people it feels like people you know that's always yeah. what i want to do um so like in this in this uh iteration of, of comic of, of zombie date night like it is a diverse cast of characters because we have like an albino of albino girl um uh ginger so their names are jack and ginger jack is, okay. is puerto rican and ginger is albino and you have abuelita who is the the, the grandmother and the friend uh, Blake, who's African-American. Uh, and, you know, I just want to make sure I have as many different people as possible. Like people get worked up about diversity and stuff like that. It's like, no, these are people, you know, like I want these people, you know, people you recognize 
out in the open, you're like, oh, hey, that guy's a little bit bigger. Like that, of course, like that guy's thin, that guy's this. Like you have to have different, you know, different bodies, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, because if not, you're going to just have, you know, no seasoning. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like you're just going to have, you know, a steak with no seasoning. And, and, and like, for me, I come from a Puerto Rican Dominican, you know, household, we have seasoning on everything. So we got to put that adobo on. <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, it, it does, it does turn into an issue sometimes where like, and, and I'm a buyer of like the pretty girl pinup variant covers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sucker for those, man. Like head, heads up. If, if you ever have like a, for your next issues, if you ever have like a higher tier where it's like $70 metal variant, sexy pin, I'll, like you'll get a sale out of oh, it. I was going to do a sexy <laughs> of the sloths just to, just to see. <laughs> I actually had an idea for the sloths to do an OnlyFans. Cause like OnlyFans was like a big thing. And I was like, that'd be funny if I can do like an OnlyFans sloth thing. But like, I just, I couldn't figure it out. I just thought it would be <laughs> The, the only fan sloth animated series you never yeah, I was like who is the uh, like i'm curious i'm like who is the audience for this? <laughs> will these people buy slow pokes maybe maybe not <laughs> maybe this will have to just be a separate thing we're just like sloth a sloth calendar or something but um yeah i i, I just want to make sure that my characters pop on the page because you know if, if i could have such great artists doing work for me or work for you know the comic of and do their best and, and, and bust their ass. I got to do the same thing. Um, and nice. just make characters that are memorable and like are fun. Nice. And I, I feel like you're, I feel like you're onto that. And the, the little snippets that you've got, you know, the, the tra- first, the trailer that you put out for zombie date night was fucking dope. Yeah. Uh, so the trailer was done by a good friend of mine. Her name is Kristen Greco. She currently works at Nickelodeon. Nice. And yeah. That, so obviously like I've, I've been friends with her for a while and, and she's like, yeah, I'll do that. She's like, I'll do that. No problem. But so, you know, I just send her the pieces of the comic. I'll write up the script of like, hey, you know, I'm kind of thinking this. Um, and she she made it work. And like, she's she's very much a big part of, you know, why those Kickstarters work. Because she did the Slowpokes one and I, you know, she's hooking them in. So I, I'm very lucky to have a great team of people That's super um, cool. on my on my side. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of this stuff is like you turn into like a family, like a really good creative, you know, a, the creative endeavor. If, if you were doing this comic and you were like, I fucking hate my letterer, you, you probably wouldn't, that wouldn't be good. You know, like yeah. that's just not the vibe you want. And I feel like, uh, I, I feel like on these, like you get to know, you know, just all the emails and stuff and the communication you have to do to tell your story. Right. You know, and then you, yeah. I'm assuming like, you know, I always imagine like you really get to know people and then, you know, I've talked to the writers that, you know, send off the ideas and, and then you're like waiting for that email to come back. And when you get like the email with like a page or the layouts or like character designs and stuff, like the thrill of that sounds like a really amazing experience. It is. I listen, if you, if you want to make your own comic, I think comic experience will help you out with that. And they, they pair you up with real straight up artists like they give you like a choice like so they, they'll give me samples of like hey we're thinking this we're thinking that and i'll be like oh i like this one this works for this this works for that that's awesome and it's just it's it's so positive like i cannot stress enough like i can have the craziest idea or like the and you know i'm not going to do something unless it's going to be fun like and if i think it's fun then hopefully i'll find an audience whether it's five people ten people 100 people whatever as long as people will read, even if it's just one other person, then I'm, I'm on board. Like that, you know, I, there's no, I'm not trying to put pressure on myself. Like, Oh, I gotta be this. I gotta be that. It's like, no, I want to enjoy it. I want to have fun. I want to, 
learn. I want to, you know, make friends and, and, and learn from the best and, you know, just do what I need to do because comics is supposed to be fun and I'm not going to let anything ruin that. Nice. Yeah, man, that's solid. That's that, that is that is what a solid real creator says, folks. He doesn't let anything come in between him and the fun on the page. Yeah, because if I'm not having fun, then nobody's having fun. Like that's if, a good you, point. if you look at Slowpokes, I was having a blast. I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna <laughs> fuck him up in the Gravitron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do that. We're bringing karate Carlos. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. So and and that's that's what I, you know, if I'm proud of it, if I'm talking about it and I'm like, hey, you gotta see this, um, then I I think I'm I think I'm doing the right thing. So as a writer, like how, because like I said, we've talked about, like, it, it really seems like you've gotten paired up with some really stellar artists. Um, Slowpokes yeah. is beautiful. Um, the the art that you are showcasing in the trailer and on your Kickstarter page for Zombie Date Night is, is I mean, it looks like a big, it, if a big two did a, a zombie issue for Halloween or something, I mean, like, it's got that, it looks that polished. It looks, that, that art is that good. Like, it, it looks like a real, you know, it, there's no, there, there's no discount. Yeah, you know, there were no discount page rates here, folks. Yeah, like this was just, real. It just me, that's a discount. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But no, I'm I'm lucky. I mean, the thing is too, slow pokes. I, I promise, and it's always going to be this way with the Kickstarters. As long as I can use that money towards the next comic project, and slow pokes did way more than I thought it was going to do. So I use that money for this. That's why it's longer. So like this one is 32 pages. This one, you know, the art is is incredible for this. I wanted to make sure it's like, Hey, this is what you bought. Like when you bought this, you're, you're getting this. Um, so that's why zombie day night, it looks the way it is. I mean, they, it, it's, it looks incredible and whether or not it does well, like fine. But like for me, I'm proud of the project and I'm proud to put it out. And I'm, I'm just proud of all the people. I'm very, you know, very uh, appreciative of all the people putting bus in their ass for me. Um, yes. Even my, my girlfriend worked on this too. She is, she's the editor. This is her first time editing. Oh, a comic cool. So she she has a background in editing and and you know English and everything like that. So I was like, oh, let's you know I'll help if you help me with this, I'll put you in the credits and and we'll we'll work this out. And she did a good job. She had a lot of great ideas and we we worked together on some things. And it's just I, we were having fun with it. So that, that's, that's awesome, that's man. So I, yeah, but this is like even like double specialty like is like well, we'll see if, if 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 it sucks i'll blame her but no i'm like i'm like i'm just waiting for the people who are like well slow pokes was better than this like i can't believe that she ruined it or like something <laughs> like that. you know i'm just messing around but um you know i know she she made it better i think I, everybody in this i i think the going from slow pokes to this i think it is a better comic than slow poke i love slow pokes and everything but like i there's a lot of things that i learned um, before I put pen to paper for this. And I, I think, I think it's, I hope, I hope people enjoy this as much as they did slow pokes. I, I think they will. Like, I, and I think it's, I think you did get a lot of great experience from going from like one to the, I mean, you know, you're it, the first, everything is sometimes awkward. You're, yeah. you know, like, and also I had, I had only 20 pages. Cause like for me, I didn't know if slow pokes was going to work. I didn't know uh, if people wanted it or not. Are you a, um, are you like a really tight specific script writer or do you kind of like give do you play like loosey-goosey with the artist and you're just kind of like oh, I want, he's gonna I want say this if i'm having fun i want the artist to have fun too so nice. it's more like here's you know here's what i'm thinking um but like it best idea wins i don't care if it comes from me i don't care if it comes from my girlfriend i don't care if it comes from you i don't care where it comes from as long as it's the best idea then it's going to be best for everybody 
I feel like that's how I would write a comic script. Like I would be, cause I am kind of verbose and, and like to talk a lot, you know? And so like, I feel like I would say a bunch like, Oh, and then maybe this and like this angle maybe. And you know, like he's got this look on his face and she's saying this and there's like a, a book, a Charles Bukowski book on the end table or, you know, and then like, but at the end of everything, I'd be like, or whatever you think. <laughs> yeah, or whatever you want to do. Cause you know, you, you, you're the one that's going to make this, this work. So yeah, but yeah, I, I try to be loosey goosey. Like I'll have an idea in my mind, but you know, things could always be changed. Things always, but I, but I always try to make sure that like, it's a funny environment for everybody because I can't be like, Oh, that's no, not right. Oh, that's that. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. It's just, it's not necessary. As long as people understand what's going on, then we're good. Nice. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, especially with, the, you know, we, we touched on it a little bit before, but like, you know, the debate of like, who's the important part of comics? Well, everybody's the important part of yeah. comics, but I really dig, um, I used to not care as much, but now that I'm kind of interested in, in the, the different storytelling side of it, I've been <clears> going <throat> back through my trades and like looking for um, uh, like script pages and stuff like that and how like the script translates to the art yeah. and and like you know I used to kind of just flip through those and there was even a time where when I wasn't buying as many comics and didn't know about them and I'd get this like big hardcover and then like I'd finish like I'd be like what it's over there's like 100 pages left of of, oh, of script great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? but now I'm like starting to dig that shit and um, it's it's really funny how uh, like, you know, Scott's, uh, Scott Snyder to, for instance, is like a pretty, um, heavy script writer. Um, mm -hmm. but, and except, except afterwards when he like, when him and Capullo got like joined by the hip and like he, they learned each other and he could kind yeah. of just be like, Greg, do something like this, <laughs> do what you but, need to do. but a lot of his scripts were pretty, were pretty tight and, and expansive and, and very, you know, descriptive. Whereas like, uh, I read like, I really like Tom King and I'll read like a Tom King script and it's basically like, like he's got like dialogue. And then he's like, what do you like do whatever they just got to, <laughs> yeah. they say this and it's like, wow. And it's, I mean, that's still, I don't want to act like I'm saying like one writer is better than the other or one script style is better than the other. I just think that that's a really wonderful way of, seen the community effort of comics and how yeah, all these you, elements you got to trust you got to trust who you're working with because we're all out to do the same thing and that's put out a great product or put out a great piece of art or, or you know a great creation and you you need to have that trust because like if, if you didn't have that trust then you wouldn't have them on your team so what's the the schooling you went to again uh comics experience uh okay. that, that's the name of the comic school but i do have I, I was a journalist before so like i do have a writing background and, you know, I was able to just take those things like I, I studied creative writing and, and journalism in college and, and things like that. So, like, I, I was able to learn that I always want to do comics. And then I'm like, I, you know, I just don't know how to do it. I need to know how to do it. And then once I went to the school, I was like, all right, this is the formula for it. Let's do it. I, I, I can do it. Nice. See, that's why we're, that's why we're jiving. We're yeah. two English nerds. Like, yeah. we've gotten, but so the, this comic experience, so like, I've never, I've never heard of this until you, you brought it up. Like, is it like, is it like an online deal or an actual. It is, it is like, I didn't think, I thought, you know, at the, at the, at the beginning, I was like, all right, I'll just do one class. We'll do, I took the five page, five page comic course. I was like, okay, okay. I'll do that. Um, and I just had so much fun. I was like, you know, I'm going to continue doing this. Like I could at least learn different forms of writing. Maybe this will help with like scripts and things like that. And it's just, it's so positive. Um, you're able to workshop a story from start to finish um, of the class. Um, so like, you know, whether it's a five page or, or 20 page, 
and you get feedback from people in the class, you get feedback from the teachers. And it's just incredible because you, I thought I was going to have more trouble than, you know, than I had, like, I, okay. not to say that it was easy or anything, but I, I thought I was going to be like, all right, I have to really go back to the school or I really have to take more classes or anything like that. But they were like, no, you, you know, just do this, this, and this, um, you know, try this and just go from there. And so far, so good. Everybody, a lot of people have those like imposter syndromes. Like I'm an imposter. I'm invading the comic space as we speak. Like I'm an alien, like fast killer slots should have never gotten made, but it did because I was like, fuck it. Like, why not just put it out there? So if I can do it, you can do it. And like, you probably, you guys all probably have better ideas than fast killer slots that need to be made and need to be seen. Like you just gotta, you know, get your feet wet. Cause like worst comes to worse. It's, you fail, but failing is yeah. learning. I'm going to, if I fail this Kickstarter, okay, I learned what works. I'm going to get back on the horse and try again. But I don't, I mean, I like, like you said, we're, we're pretty, we're like, I'm involved in it. You're pretty close to, <laughs> to getting funded. Um, which I'm, like I said, I'm, I, I told him, I, I told Steve in the green room that our listeners didn't hear that all of this is a purely selfish endeavor. Just, I just want to read this comic. I'm doing this interview so that you people back it and I get to read it. And you know, like I want my pledge to go through. I also want the poster. The poster's awesome. pretty fucking dope. <laughs> I, well, I, paid, I, I backed it. I, I just saw, I, I just, that's one of the deals, uh, side note that I really like about kickstarters like the extra stuff like yeah i, you know, I, like, mean, I that, think that's that, cool I think is what sets us apart like the kickstarter people is i don't have to just put out a comic like this is zombie date night so like <laughs> i got i the highest tier was hey you and your whether it's your partner significant other best friend you're going to be on the cover of the next one so that's like cool. uh, i've got that i got you could get eaten by a zombie you can be could be a zombie in the next one um so i wanted to make sure i covered all the bases um for for this kickstarter because i'm like this could be fun like and, and especially um with the zombie date night thursdays where we're going to do a virtual uh movie every thursday until the kickstarter ends it's like i get to talk to people whether or not they bought the comic i get to talk to people about zombie movies i get to have fun and just watching watch a zombie movie like i think like you got to do it you got to just do as much as you can to uh to be different and just to just create a community Exactly. The what I've what I've been told by the professionals that do Kickstarter is um, instead of you you turn the comic both creation and purchase process into an experience and a memory. Yeah, uh, you get to interact with your fans a lot more directly than a lot of you know writers and, and others do. Like when you're when you have a publisher and they take care of your advertising and stuff, and mm -hmm. you know, and whereas like you know, you guys are, you're like, yes, I will go on your show. Uh, yes, I will respond to every, you know, at I get on Twitter and Instagram and what, you know, yeah. like you guys, you know, you, you, you really become like your social media presence and it, it like becomes this big, you know, advertisement deal for you. Cause you're like, I have to get the word out. Like I can't yeah. and, depend and, and on other that, people doing that. I think new comic people or new comic writers or any writer should should do that because you that's how you make your connections that's how you get your fans that's how you get you know connections or you know you get that um you know you get your foot in the door that way just by talking to people like so many people were so nice to me real people were really fucking talented not just you know you know not just me who's an imposter of all time you know? <laughs> i mean like everybody's so nice and helpful and like hey try it like this or like do this or like hey you're, i see you're doing this like it's just very cool and very collaborative and it's very creative and very fun. Like 
I'm very curious as if, if I ever make it to a publisher, the big two or three, whatever that is, like, I don't know <laughs> if I'll be able to work within the system. Cause I'll be like, I want to do this, this, and this. And they'll be like, well, you want to do this. So we'll see yeah. what, we'll see what happens. I'm open to everything, but I'm really comfortable in this space of creating fun stuff, creating a community and just having fun. Cause like, I don't, you know, whether this, does well or does not it's like okay that's fine that's a learning experience like it's, it's good for for anything but i i want to just have fun and that's well, that's the goal and like you said earlier man it's you know like part of part of anything you know any career jump chasing a dream asking a asking your crush out whatever it is you know it's like that that initial step of like i'm gonna try like that's a huge thing it that is. a lot of people it, stop gotta themselves remember, gotta remember from it's what's the worst that could happen they just say no okay no problem. There, there'll be somebody who'll say yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just trial and error. And you know, what's on the other side of fear and that's nothing. You know what I mean? The, the fear is the worst part of it. Getting started is always going to be very tough. Cause you're like, Oh, what if, what if I can't do it? What if I can't, but once you jump, you're like, Oh wait, I'm doing it. I'm flying. <laughs> I'm out here, you know? And, and that's, that's another reason why I want to be positive on social media. Cause it's like, everybody can do it. They just need that little, sometimes they need that push. Sometimes they need somebody cheering them on. And I'm, I'm willing to do that for people. I want nice. people to, to get, go forward and, and be what they need to, what they need to be. Yeah. The Kickstarter community is incredibly friendly. Like everybody is so fucking supportive. It's like, so sweet. It'll rot your teeth out basically. Like it's just. Well, because it, if, if, if they win, we win. Like if they yeah. get backers, like I'll get backers. If they get, you know, if they have, it's just, it's just a, it's a good feeling to see that, that uh, people are creating stuff and, and putting themselves out there. Cause that's, that's scary. That's a very, you know, horrifying thing. Like I was worried at first that my job would be like sloths. Like what, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but like, no, everybody, everybody's been very supportive and, and very cool. I'm going to, I'm going to flip the script on you. Who are some of your favorite like comics growing up? Oh man. Um, okay. So like right now, one of my big, big favorites is ultra mega. Okay. Yeah, I've I've, I've saw I've seen a lot of that um, out and about. I got to check it out. It's so like weird and disturbing and gross. Like it's oh man, it's I've never really read anything like it. I love big robots and and kaiju. Um, you know, like I've always been like a big Gundam fan. When I was a kid, my dad used to you know show me the old Godzilla movies. So I've always been obsessed with Godzilla. Um, I'm just now kind of getting into fantasy. Um, I mean, it's never really been my bag yeah gotcha. uh, other than like movies like i love lord of the rings and stuff mm -hmm. but just like literature wise um by the horns from scout is really good i just read white ash that was nuts um and and like uh, birthright i started that because it just ended after 50 issues so like i, I the the fantasy like fantasy and comics is really cool it's like this new world because yeah. i've always been really into horror I, I love horror i love horror movies um you know we talked about that that parent stigma of like oh you can't watch that earlier so yeah. so my parents were like watch what you like i don't want to say my parents were bad parents but like they were they just didn't care they're like yeah watch a rated r movie you're still going to go to church on sunday and stuff and you know like they just they they weren't like other parents you know like they let me play mortal Kombat, and my friends would come over and my parents would like let us you know drink soda pop and have pizza parties and watch horror movies all night and so like I had the cool house as a kid and I remember like, I, I was, man, I don't remember how young I was. So like I'm 35 now mm -hmm. and my dad, when I was like little, little, let me watch the first alien movie. Yes. He was so, like, speaking of alien, I just saw aliens with my girlfriend. We went to 
um, the drive-in. We went to a drive-in to see Aliens. The nice. And it was fantastic. I mean, I've seen Aliens before, but just just to have it out there again, it's like this is such a great. Yeah, experience. I heard. I've dude, I haven't been to a drive-in in forever. Now's the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, one, it's summertime, so like you know, that was my That's, first yeah. drive-in experience. But it was. It's just. It was so awesome. Just the the, the weather was right. Like just the, that was just a perfect movie and it just was it was great and, it, and like because with, with that like i was i'm 32 so like with aliens you can only see that on dvd you can only see that on whatever see that like on a big screen yeah it was really cool. that's awesome man hold on the, so the last drive-in movie i went to was when i was a kid um matthew broderick's godzilla and lost face <laughs> a double feature like that's, that's that, that is also like i just see the 90s right there like you know i mean i went <laughs> i think i saw both those movies in the theater and that to me is just it's really funny so like i just i'm just like now thinking of like how much better the projectors would be and i, I remember like <laughs> yeah, times they, they, they had like the speakers that were on like the old telephone curly cables <laughs> and you like put those inside your car so it's probably like oh because like now you like tune into the radio right and like yeah, listen you just to tune into the radio speakers. and and, and and put it on that way fucking science man <laughs> yeah listen time it's we, we're in crazy times like things are so such advanced such more i'm not speaking english correctly <laughs> they're, they're much more advanced than uh than when we were kids like it's just it's crazy like kickstarter i would never have thought that something like that would be uh, a thing now <laughs> like and and like i, I was very lucky too because keanu came out with his comic right before Slowpokes, and i was like oh thank you <laughs> thank you keanu <laughs> Now's the time for creativity, like just creating stuff and look, look at Netflix, look at all these people just looking for content. Like, yeah. I mean, that's not, if that happens, great. But like, I want people to create, I want people to have fun and like things need to be fun. Like things are too stressful as it is in life. Like you need, you need to have something to escape to and yeah. have fun with. It wasn't that long ago. We were oversaturated with, with zombie everything. Yes. And yeah. that's kind of trying, that's starting to, you know, peel away a little bit. And then we get, um, you know, we get Snyder's new zombie movie, which I'm not like the biggest Snyder head, but that was fun. Like that, you know, the zombie was, tiger and fun, stuff. But there was definitely like, there was some whole, there was some whole, <laughs> yeah. like, what is this? Uh, but uh, another, <laughs> another podcast that was on, they had a theory that this movie, they're in a video game and they're trying to get out. That's why like, you know, they'll, they die and maybe they'll come back and stuff like that. And for that, uh, if that's your twist, whether that happens or doesn't, that makes it more interesting because it's like, all right, they're trapped in this video game where everything is absurd and they're trying to steal money from, you know, a, a zombie where you know, a zombie <laughs> apocalypse where money wouldn't even matter. And, and Batista and Tig Notaro like aren't even in the same room together, <laughs> which is hilarious. Cause like, I wish I didn't know that. Cause like, then I just like got hung up on it. <laughs> where yeah, I'm like, no, that's, that's messing with me right now. Like that's crazy. Yeah, if you go back and watch army of the dead. Batista and Tig Notaro. Tig Notaro said in an interview that she's never met Dave Batista. No. <laughs> yeah. So if you look, if you go and look at they did all like CGI or like in the dark or like, you know, that type of thing. Wow. <laughs> that, that's a feat in itself. Like <laughs> it is a feat. And I gotta give him props because like if I didn't know that, I probably wouldn't have noticed it. Um, but it's just it's that's really funny. That is good. But I mean, yeah, so I mean now's like now's a great time to drop a, a zombie comic and and then not only that, but you have this like fresh idea of this first date that happens during the outbreak, yeah. which as we talked about earlier, like that premise is real strong. Cause like you said, like, what if the first date sucks? Do you bail? And, but then you like, if you bail and you just like 
ditch your date to the the zombie horde like then you have to live with that if you survive (laughs) also like you have to think both both of them you know both partners have to think do i want to spend the rest of my life with you this is the apocalypse like you might be the last person and like maybe i don't like you that much but is it better than being alone like alone with a bunch yeah. of zombies so like and, yeah that whole i'm interested in that. that what would you do so if you're on a date um you know let's say it's 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 neutral like it's a neutral <laughs> date where it's not too bad not too good would you bail or would you or would you try to help i don't think i'd bail i think i would try to like i feel like every zombie thing i've come across there's strength in numbers right that's why yeah. hey, that's why the zombies always win because they have more but it seems like the people with the little communities like seem to make it a little bit longer than like the rando like lone warrior yes hopeless romantic in me would be like oh i'll like <laughs> save her and i'll be like the zombie knight you've got someone to like talk like at the end of the day you know you're like oh man like today was crazy remember when we almost got eaten she'd be like she'd be like yeah we almost didn't make it this time and then or just the you know watch the door while i check out this shop you know just the teamwork (laughs) mentality of it so yeah i feel like i'd i'd hang around and hope for the best even if it even if love never blossomed you know like i said at least you got somebody watching your back and you're watching exactly but you know i always wanted to to see like if if what if the date is horrible like what if this person the person <laughs> you're on a date with is just awful like, what do you what do you do um i would probably just bail because I'm, I'm an asshole like that but like <laughs> <laughs> well if i mean if it was real bad that's but that's the i'm like thinking about this and it's it's an intense thought process like yeah. this person like if you're because i've had those dates i've played on the you know like i've like done the to the tender drinks and the tender coffee dates and you can't wait to get out of there <laughs> like what if you were in this situation and then like the world blows up all around you and you're like uh like what do you do like and you don't really have time to think about it because if you do no, because it's, it's happening so fast <laughs> Just like love. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to explore that in, in zombie date night and make sure that it's it's a fun ride too. So, you know, when when this thing comes out, I'm I'm hoping that people enjoy it and the characters and and the zombies. And hopefully I can get to make, you know, another one or you know, however many that I need to make. Um, but this isn't like slowpokes, slowpokes like slowbox I think could go on forever. <laughs> this this will have hopefully a, a finite, you know. Nice. So I was going to ask, like, because you said this has a, you know, you're going almost a, you know, if you think about it, if it's like a 20 page issue or, you know, you're, you're almost at an issue and a half with this with 30, 32 pages. Yes. 32. Um, So like, so it's, is it kind of written as a one shot, but that you could keep running with later or Uh, does it have a cliffhanger? uh, I I have, um, I think people will be satisfied, but there there is room for more if, if uh, people want to see more. Um, and, but I, I will have to, uh, continue the story and make sure that there is a logical ending. And and, and that's the thing with, with all these, these things, like I want to keep going, but if one day they're like, no more comics from you, <laughs> like I'll make sure that I'll make sure that there is an ending for, for everything. <laughs> but just imagine that there's like a decree, like, it's just like, a, it's like Neil Gaiman is the judge and he's like, no, he's like, there's no more comics You're done. You can't put pen to paper. It's over. It's like, all right, well, let me just make some endings and I'll, I'll call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I feel like Neil Gaiman would dig. Or Neil, I, Neil, I, I hope like, he does. I feel like he would I, dig I, what I you're doing. Stuff, so like, I, I really hope. Uh, um, I'm very curious as to who read it that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's always like for you, like for you to give me such a glowing review. I was like, wow, like, you know, I didn't even think about 
that people got to that deep of a level with it. Like, Oh, you know, I connected with it. Like that to me is awesome. That means that I might have something here. Like I might have another, another career, another writing thing going. Cause I'm like, if people enjoyed it that much, then I want to make sure that I can keep going and keep having fun. Nice. Yeah. I, um, I'm excited to see what, what, well, I'm excited to see how this goes just cause like I said, you have, um, you had a really good, like, uh, initial blossoming of a relationship and the love mechanic and the, you know, the, the charm of that in, in slow pokes. And so the fact that you're really kind of zooming in on that with date night and surrounding that with a zombie apocalypse, like <laughs> I'm, you're just, you're playing to your strengths. Right. And so you're like, and it's also really, it's kind of too adorable. You like, you like wrote this with your girlfriend and she's your editor and it's this well, weird it, 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 love story. It, 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 like, but it makes sense too. Cause it's like zombie date night. I want to be with, you know, <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> doing this. Um, but it's, it's just been a fun ride and I'm very appreciative of everybody who's back. Um, but it's, it's been awesome. And, um, and just to see the resurgence of zombies, like when, cause I didn't, when I wrote it in like October, I was like, all right, this will be fun. But I, I didn't know what was like coming. And like that, then they had army of the dead and like the walking dead, I think is, is ending or something like that. Or maybe they're doing more stuff this year. Yeah. Uh, Resident evil eight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Village came out and I'm like, it's just, it's good timing for this. Let's talk zombie movies. So what are, what are some of your favorite zombie movies? I mean, I really love Romero. Uh, Blood Quantum was one of the newer uh, zombie movies I watched that I really liked. Check that out. For a really long time, I was obsessed with The Walking Dead. Comics yeah, Walking Dead was awesome. And then it was a steep, <laughs> a steep it, fall. It got like too much. I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to feel after, like after this. A while, you know, when you do the same stuff over again, like, and especially when you lose your actors, like it's not going to be the yeah. same when you're going on for what, 10 years or, you know, however long it is, like, you know, how, how, you know, what can you do? <laughs> True. And then they're, then they started like the, the second walking dead series. And then, and then even like, even Kirkman ended it and he was like, yeah, it's done now, but now they're bringing that back. That's coming back. I mean, too. if I was, if I was Kirkman, I would have done the running dead. Cause like, you know, he had the walking dead. <laughs> the running dead. Not, um, but I, that's I love- pretty genius right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just imagine the pitch, like in the meeting, it's like, all right. You know, you've seen Daryl, you've seen Carl, and like everything's moving slow. But what if we move fast <laughs> from the guy who brought you slow pokes? The fast, <laughs> almost said the fasting dead, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like the uh, Fast and the Furious zombie movie. Oh, I would love that. You know what? I, I'd I watch the shit out of that. that. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, Vin Diesel just punching zombies. It's like, that's my family. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about Fast and Furious, the new Fast and Furious, like, Listen, I'm all on board with all those movies. Like they're great and they're they're fun and they're popcorn movies. But like Vin Diesel's character is all about family. And then all of a sudden John Cena's his brother and he didn't fucking know that. Like what? <laughs> like I, I thought you had your family locked. I thought you had your 23 and me, Vin Diesel. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you you forget things when you live your life a quarter mile at a time. Like the brother, <laughs> that's, that's that's your younger brother that, <laughs> that you never that is true. got a handful of what uh, I'm assuming are your, some of your favorite movies that you've lined up for our oh our yeah. thursday movie fest that so for, for zombie date night movies i picked a lot of i picked two movies that i've seen and then the rest i, I haven't seen so zombie land oh, okay. i thought was a good way to start because like zombie land everybody loves zombie land and people who haven't seen zombie land now's the chance to do it with people who you know want to watch a, a zombie movie and have fun and then can chat about it without anybody disrupting the movie too you could you don't have to be like hey like i want to talk about this it's like nope you put it to the chat and you're good <laughs> you're good yeah. so I, I wanted to make sure that we started strong 
And then we finished, we started going into the Netflix realm of zombie movies that maybe we haven't seen before. Okay. And maybe you've passed by and you're like, oh, like, I don't know, maybe I'll watch that. But like, it's like, we're going to watch it now. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll see how it does. Like, but even if it's one person, 10 people, 50 people, whatever, I just am excited to watch zombie movies to promote this thing. And, and that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm going to do. So that's zombie date night Thursdays, every Thursday until the Kickstarter ends at 830. That is super cool too. And I mean, like we, like we mentioned, Kickstarters provide not just a means to get comics that you can't get in stores necessarily, you know, the bonus materials, uh, signatures and sketches, but also this, the experience with the creators. This is a way for me to connect with people that maybe don't live in the Northeast. You know what I mean? This is for people all over the world or all over the U S or you're in Missouri. Like I never thought anything that I wrote was going to end up in Missouri or <laughs> the places. So it, it's just a cool thing to bring people together and just, and listen, even if people didn't back the Kickstarter, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you just want to watch a zombie movie, fuck it, let's do it. I'm yeah. cool with it. But they should back the Kickstarter. But they should back the Kickstarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will find you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and there you have it. That is the first episode of Blake's Buzz. We are official now. I hope you enjoyed the episode. There is actually a lot more um, that Steve and I talked about because it turns out neither of us know how to shut up. We talked for over three hours. Uh, so just a lot of great content and, um, you know, but it's a lot for one episode. So I'm going to split this up a little bit and you will get some uh, variant episodes uh, at later dates, I'll sprinkle some Steve back into your lives. He's such a cool dude. As you heard, uh, you should go to Kickstarter and check out Zombie Date Night, a zombie romance horror comedy. Uh, we are super excited about that. You've still got 31 days to back it, and it is fully funded. So if you sign up, you're going to get this comic. Also, uh, I've been having a blast on Zombie Date Night Thursdays. You guys should you guys should come hang out with us. Uh, he's got a really cool list of zombie movies picked out. Uh, we hop on the Discord, and uh, there's a good group of people in there, and we uh, we eat snacks and. And watch a crazy zombie movie. So you guys should totally tune into that. Uh, you can find me at Blake's Buzz on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to Blake'sBuzz.com for the blog. We've got a Blake's Buzz YouTube channel now, which we just dropped a new segment on. And now we've got the podcast, episode one in the bag. We're gonna be back every Wednesday to make your new comic book day a little more special. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week.